Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of the Nursing Handover podcast with your favourite dynamic duo, Jerry and Diane. Hi people, I feel like we've been away for a while. We have, we're really sorry we didn't have an episode for you guys last week, just life got ahead of us and by the time we blinked it was Friday. Literally, but we're here now. Yeah. We've lots to talk about, lots to share. Yeah. How are you, Misty? Oh my goodness. Do you know what? I'm good, but I am tired. I think that's the honest portrayal of how I am. <laughs> I'm tired. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm tired. Um, yeah, so I think the last episode we recorded, we talked about, I think, my new journey of me doing my specialist community public health nurse course. Yeah. So that I can be a health visitor. And yeah, so I'm about, this would I'd say I think it's my third week into yeah. it. And I can't lie, it, this is not a joke. It's not a joke. It is not a joke. <laughs> it is not a joke. I repeat again, it is not a joke. This is when they said hard work. work, hard work for real, for real. As in, let's put it this way. I've had to be disciplined from the very beginning or I will fall off. Let's put it that way. And we can't let that happen. So I've got we'll not be falling off. But do you know what? It's um I think it's still early days, but mm-hmm. I can already see how much I enjoy it. I Good. can see where I can bring in my previous experience into this new role. Mm-hmm. Um I think I can already see why I want to do it and I can see myself in it. And the more I'm participating and the more I'm getting more knowledge, I can see that obviously the experience will build. So I definitely, definitely feel like it's been the right choice for me at the moment. So it's just, yeah, onwards and upwards. Oh yeah, onwards and upwards. My plan was to bring everybody along. So I kind of feel like I should do like, I'll probably want to do like monthly little catch ups. Yeah, like little videos just so that I can give you a real insight into what is going on. I thought I could do it every week, but mate, every day I come home, I want to go to bed. And literally, I come home, I eat something, I sit and literally do work, revision, read, and boom, out like a light. Wow. I actually, okay. honestly, my heart goes out to you guys because I cannot imagine going back to school or You'll uni. Be doing it, You'll be doing it. I'll be doing it. I will be sometime soon. But uni, actual stress. Mate. Oh boy. You don't want it. You don't want that. So the, only, the only good thing about it, I guess, it's the way uni's being the way uni's being delivered. But again, I'll touch on that, I think, when I do like a video update. Really? I, I can't lie, because I know there's a lot of like online learning at the moment with corona and that. I can't lie, I can barely concentrate doing stat and man, let alone sit there watching lectures online. Do you know what? It's difficult in the sense of because you're in your home. Yeah. And because of the current situation, people everyone is at home working from home. So yeah not as if the house is completely silent for you mm-hmm. i think that's the only like i guess issue but it's nice to just be in your house and not have to travel anywhere like that in itself well is, yeah that way you get to save some money you save money and also you're in the comfort of your own home in a sense of i can just walk to the kitchen and come back i can go to the toilet and come back like it's not yeah have you had to do any face-to-face lessons or that yeah no not for this semester not till at least after the new year and oh, again wow. it, still being reviewed so I, we won't be going into uni at all this semester 
sweet yeah sounds good to me so it's just trying to it's trying to just establish a workspace yeah um you know doing it from the living room at the moment but of course it's a sofa it's not really supportive for your back and all that kind of stuff yeah how are you finding it in terms of like because i think my biggest thing that i think i had with my mum is that when she first started working from home she was working in the living room initially and she found that quite difficult because anytime she'd sit down to relax out of hours she'll feel like she has to turn on the laptop and do some work do you have any feelings like similar to that um yeah do you know what yes and no in a sense that because i think it's been drilled into my head so much this is of course is a year you have mm. a lot to put into a year and the lecturers say it's so much you have a lot to do in a year have a lot to do in a year i think there's an innate guilt of doing nothing because you Fair. think i need to use the time to do this i'm doing mm-hmm. nothing now but i need to do this but i feel really lucky that i have a really good practice teacher yeah and she's kind of saying to me like you need to take it easy like it's still really early days yeah. yes do some work yes do some reading but you also need your own time 100 percent. but you want to pass and you want to do well and you don't want to look back and think god i had all that time i didn't use it yeah and now i'm like panicking i'm like on treadmill mode trying to just catch up with everything because without saying too much you know you just have a lot at once that you need to deal with mm. i think the best way i can say is you're packing like a two-year course into a year almost okay. a three-year like, the content is a lot of content and you need to pick it up quickly. Yeah. And you need to not just pick it up, you need to understand what you're doing. Basically, just get running with it. Yeah. Essentially, that's what it is. You just need to be getting on with it the best way possible. Sweet. So, yeah. But, you know, we shall prevail. We, we will. We will indeed. Yes, yes, yes. And you, Miss Gigi, let's throw the question over to you. How is life? What is new? Talk to us. Uh, life is good. My ankle's healing well. As most of you know, I broke my ankle at work. Um, it's healing well. I, I have gone back to work. You broke it. I didn't even know that she broke it. That's the worst part. <laughs> I was on it for like six weeks prior, um, and then tripped again because I'm a klutz. But no, so my ankle's healing better. I've gone back to work. I can't lie. Um, my first shifts were nights, and. When you haven't done nights in such a long time, I died. Like, Mate. usually, ask Diane, like, I do nights every so pretty often when yeah. I'm in the pool. Um, I may not like them, but I'm, I will do them because also that brings in the money. But honestly, these last two nights, I don't care what anyone says, pediatric departments are getting busy again. Like, we did not stop. Here was us thinking that we might get a little bit of a nap on our breaks. <laughs> oh no, honey, that didn't mm-hmm. happen. It was just. Um, what are they coming in busy. for? Pardon? What are they coming in for? Would you say? Oh, everything, everything and anything. A lot of people are coming in for like normal cough colds and they want a swab done because they can't get in the community, but mm-hmm. just normal stuff. And like this was something I said very early on when Corona first hit. And when like our restrictions were being lifted, wait till September when the kids go back to school, because that's when it gets colder. And as I think pretty much anyone, the healthcare profession knows, September to March is your winter period. It it may Mm. not be actual winter, but the moment they go back to school, they start mixing, they get coughs and colds, X, Y, and Z. 
it's gonna go downhill for everyone which we have seen because there's been such an increase in numbers and as Mm. we've also seen that the corona numbers have gone up as well and i'm not just talking just in pediatrics i think all over the board like any departments are pretty much back to what they're normally at in september which is madness so it's just been quite busy luckily for us it wasn't heavy it's just long stayers in any which can get quite tedious mm. um but yeah apart from that it's been okay but well, i have some lovely news to share with you all yeah so my friends who know me personally know that i got a new job and as you all know i have a have a passion for safeguarding but i've decided to embark on a new journey and try something different so I'm going for a school nursing, a, a safeguarding school nurse post. So I should be yeah. that soon. Yeah. Um, thank you, yeah. guys. Um, I'll be bringing live to you what a safeguarding school nurse does once I start it. And obviously, if you know me, you know I'm always working bank. So I will still be in A&E up there in the trenches with the rest of the gang fighting this war that we call Corona. So... Amen. Yeah, that's my exciting news. I'm looking forward to it. We're very proud of you over here. Thank you, thank onwards, you, thank onwards, you. On and upwards. For sure. Like, I love A&E. Absolutely love it, but it's, it's not time. time for me to embark on a new journey. Is that, that's it. That's it. It's time. Yeah. It's time. So it's exciting. I'm excited. So hopefully I'll be starting soon and I'll let you guys know the ins and outs. We can't wait. We can't wait to get a proper insight into... Not just safeguarding, but the role of the school nurse, I guess. Yeah. Your yeah. And I think I'm really going to enjoy it. So I'm quite happy with this. But yeah. Well, talking about Corona, that moves us to our next topic. Yes. So sadly, like we said earlier, we didn't bring you guys an episode last week when Boris brought out his latest updates. Um, so we're basically going to quickly discuss them now and how they affect us. As we've seen, again, in line with, like, for example, A&E attendance is going up, corona is corona numbers are creeping up, which we all knew was going to happen when you let well, everyone we, out we, and they we, start mixing. We all, knew, we all knew, but the government, clearly, they didn't know. I don't understand how or why they didn't know this. But anywho, it is what it is. Boris and his buffoons, how would they know? <laughs> I can't lie. I think looking at the restrictions that were put into place as of last week. I think the one that's really hurting me the most is this wedding one. Not that I'm getting married, guys. Yeah. Not that I'm getting married, but, Soon, I've, got, but I've got a yeah. lot of, of friends that were... Well, no, I'm not, let me not say a lot. I've got a few friends that were supposed to get married this side of the year. And I can't lie, it's been chaos. He's ruining it. Like, 15 people, are you sick? Like, I was, I was 100% saying to my mum... If I was to get married right now, 30 people I could possibly make happen. And she knows me and like my friends that know me know that I, I'm not that sort of flamboyant person. I'm more than happy to have a very small, intimate wedding. So 30 people, it'll be a struggle, but I can do it. 15 people. 15 people legit is my immediate family. Yeah, it is. So, boy, people are going to have to, which people have been doing, embark on Zoom weddings and all sorts and get it popping and have somewhat of a reception after. I, I almost think you're better off having literally no one there, because you two get married with the priest, and people all watch on Zoom for the yeah, ceremony. and just and have, have the a party. People, 
and just have the people that need to the witnesses physically there and sign in and, and yeah because who do you say no don't you can't come who what your sister your brother yeah your mum your dad like it's so tricky so i can't lie out of all the restrictions that, that i think has touched me the most and also the fact that pubs and stuff have to close at 10 p.m because apparently corona comes out after 10 so let's let's speak about that so my first experience of that was my sister's 25th birthday which has just gone mm-hmm. and happy birthday so again belated birthday to daniela yes so imagine you know you've got first of all you've got loads of traffic because boris has locked off all the all the bus lanes they're now 24 hours a day seven days a week mm-hmm. so you've got all this traffic wait 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 before you even get to there mm-hmm. all the bus lanes in london are now 24 they're now operating 24 7 seven days a week do you know how painful yeah. that is do you know what the fine is is it not still like 65 pounds and then 130 100, yeah yeah all this for a bus lane that he's now made 24 hours anyway carry on sorry so we've so obviously you're out you're having a good time but the venue are watching you all the time keep your mask on you're going to the toilet wear your mask walk into your table put your mask on you have to stay on your table you have to stay in your seats you can't stand up you can't dance it's the most barbaric ridiculous thing i've ever seen and then have to be out of the establishment by 10 and by 10 as in their shutters are down no one is in that building so by half nine you and your guests have to leave boy like boris is killing people's businesses and to me he's ruling with fear and i think i've said it so many times there's a fear of being installed in people nobody nobody wants to be fine 10 grand especially when we're not making a lot of money right now some companies have that man that's enough for them to probably have their companies closed big time but i just don't see it working and what i don't understand is how do they not anticipate that the more you test people you're going to have more cases how did they not know this that's why you have more cases now you're testing more people there honestly it doesn't make any sense to me but you know what do you know what i've learned and i don't even know i don't even know i'm even shocked common sense is not common oh no 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 not at all we take it for granted that it is but it's not Wait, saying all of this with the fines, are they now redacting that that money they were giving MPs to work from home when Corona first kicked off? Uh, I think we haven't heard nothing about that. We don't Let's not even again. Let's not get into that because I think. We don't, we don't even hear about them. No, not at all. And I bet and they're then, having fancy smancy parties with more than more than more than six people. Well. They're, apparently they've got like these parliamentary bars hilarious and they're allowed to have their bars open past 10 o'clock apparently but those yeah bars, us bars as normal civilians don't apply to them but us as normal civilians we can't do that no apparently we're not allowed are we even shocked because i'm not no one rule for them one rule for well, 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 well. So, anywho, so let me just get a list of the. Well, where is it gone? The update. So, what Boris announced as of last week all pubs and bars, restaurants, and similar hospitality venues must be closed no later than 10 pm. Um, table service only 
at hospitality venues, no ordering at the bar. People will once again be encouraged to work from home where possible. The maximum guests of a wedding has been cut from 30 to 15. And face coverings are now mandatory for retail workers, hospitality staff, customers who are not eating and taxi passengers. And that these restrictions could, could potentially be in place for the next six months. So that takes us to March. Do you know what that means? Christmas is cancelled. It's not cancelled because there's no way a boy's going to live it down. Boy. I, don't, I, feel, I feel like he's got too much pressure on him that he won't let it get... He was going to try his hardest to not let it get to that. Let's hope not. But it will be... But I, I just feel like more people are dying of loneliness, more people are dying of suicide and depression than they are dying of this virus. Oh, 100%. You've had more people, die, more people have died from cancer. Like, this yeah. is just a flu. People die from the flu. Again, I'm not saying that we don't, that, you know, we don't care about people that have died from this. No, it's a terrible thing. But if we're going to die, we're going to die. Simple as. We're not meant to live forever. No, and also as well, I just think for me, instead of handling things properly and being consistent and guiding, and, guiding the country in the correct way, all this misinformation, all this push and pull of we're going to do this and we're going to retract and we're going to do that. People have lost confidence. Who do you trust? Who is legit? Who knows what they're talking about? No one knows. Honestly, it's actual stress. And we've now gone back to queuing for shots again. Yes. But what did we think was going to happen? The moment he says numbers on the rise, people are going to start getting scared, start stockpiling all over again. Yeah. Saying this, this also brings us to, for example, what's going to happen now to our health professionals that work in the community because a lot of them also fall under the BAME category mm-hmm. yet we're seen as you know the ones that are at high risk so what are we doing with that that's the thing how do you make sure that the service is still being delivered but you're also protecting the people that deliver that service but how do you want us to go on how do you want us to work in these situations exactly i mean the general the thing about the thing about this this virus or this this issue is everybody suffers in some kind of way yeah everybody's being impacted but i don't see the government easing anything for anyone oh no not at all you know because there's still a lot of services that are still shut down for example i need to have physio on my on my ankle that i broke I can't be referred because physio services and stuff like that are still not up and running. You see, that's crazy. Like, yes, it's just little old me over here in the corner of my ankle, but there's other people with greater need for it and, you know, they can't get it because these services are shut. But yet, really and truly, you allowed the pubs to open. Like, how does that logic make sense? Or even to the fact that, like, when women are given birth in hospital, they're not allowed birthing partners. How does this make sense? Yeah, exactly. A vulnerable time, a time that is so important and so precious for any new family. And you are old oh, family. You can't. Yeah. Like, it's just awful. How they've thought about this and gone about this, I think, is completely wrong and completely misunderstood. Like, I, I just don't understand where, who's advising them. Well, I guess it's the sage. 
And for those who don't know what SAGE is, I want to say it's a scientific agency of guidance. Or yeah. Let me actually get the actual name before I start making stuff up. I'm sorry, guys. Let Give me SAGE. But again, like, you can't even, they don't give confidence. I don't feel confident with them talking. No. They don't give me confidence. So for us here in the UK, SAGE means, oh, where's it gone? Yeah, Scientific Advisory Group of Four Emergencies. Yes, yeah, I mean, have they always been around? Were they just created now? Like, who are they even? Honestly, I don't know, because the SAGE I know were the ones that do, like, research methods and stuff. <laughs> which is from uni, which has nothing to do with this. But... And then, let's, let's also talk about the Test and Trace app. Have you downloaded it? Because I sure will have not. God forbid. So they can track my every move and then come to my and tell me that I was outside after 10.01, please. Like, what do they think people are going to do? And also, like, earlier on today, I was talking to one of my um, one of my friend's dads, who is a bus driver, and he was told not to download the track and trace thing because you come into contact with so many people, even us as nurses, him as a bus driver, so that all of a sudden he gets a notification that he has to now isolate how does this make sense but yet you know you're you're cut you've cut the furlough yes you've got another scheme coming but how are you supposed to help people in the the time of need some people are still not going back to work yeah also what does this mean for the future human interaction social skills these are all being lost they're being lost because we're no longer having that kind of interaction anymore no for example, have you seen on Netflix the social network? I forgot no, what it's I've seen people talking about it. So exactly what you're saying about, you know, the reduction of social interaction and stuff is about to play a, well, not about to, it plays such a big role. For example, if we were to look at the kids of today, Generation X, the ones that were born after 2000, they know the internet, they've lived on the internet. So the human interactions that we're talking about they could possibly live without but it's also scary because we know the dangers that the internet possesses yeah and it's like if we're not having certain normal social social interactions and stuff like that that's where everyone is going to go to to get it yeah exactly and then we're about to raise even bigger concerns with mental health and stuff like i just don't think they're thinking about the long-term effects but all of this is going to have, like, I, I understand, you know, we need to chill, we need to, we need to stay home and stay safe, etc., etc. But like you said, what is the long-term plan? Because these things are having an influence on us big time. And it's about to make such a difference if it hasn't already to what's happening. Like you said, so many people have died from suicide or have accessed mental health services so much more this year because of the, yeah, what, the fact that restrictions have been put in place. And it's just unfair because the way I see it is they're being left out in the cold because you don't have COVID. So therefore, are, are their needs as, as important? Honestly, I don't know. Are they being neglected? Are they being supported? You and know, how let's can we support them? That's the thing. Like, it's not, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I know we've kind of gone off the nursing essentials, but I'm, this, I think this is a bigger picture that needs to be discussed. Like, as a community, how are we helping each other through these times? Like, I understand when everything, when we went into lockdown originally, 
people were helping out their neighbours, X, Y, and Z, but let's be honest, everyone's not comfortable. And who's doing who's still doing that? Like we only oh, we only seem to have that. You have a whole well, you have them encouraging you to snitch on them now. If yeah. you see your neighbours with more than six people, tell you need to report them. If you see them not isolated, you need to report them. They, 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 you're now losing a sense of community now because now you want people to rat on each other and say, well, I saw this person going through this, therefore it's my job to go and have told the authorities. So and where's, the, where's why, the community spirit? Yeah. Like, well, we were out here celebrating VE Day not too long ago as a community having street parties and now we can't do any of that. Now, if there's yeah. more than six people gathering, you need to call the, call the police. Awesome. This can't be on. This can't be what what is to come for us. It really can't. Like you're basically going to be a snitch. And let's be honest. You're not being paid for it. Exactly. Boy, let's just see what they come out with. All I can say, people, is protect yourselves, protect your loved ones, and keep your bubbles tight. And also, I think I would say, um, be well informed. Oh yeah, and um, get at, get information from a tr- from, I guess a source that you trust that is credible. Yeah, that is releasing information that is up to date, that is evidence based. Because another thing that people should understand is that because it's an ongoing issue, so is any kind of study, there's any kind of paper, there's any kind of research, because it's happening live. Yeah. So I feel like everything has to be taken with a pinch of salt. Big time. Because it's, it's happening in real time. This is not, well, this happened 100 years ago and now we're trying to, like, mirror it against this. No, it's not. Mm-mm. So I think, you know, like Diane said, you just need to, you need to trust a, a credible source, really. And also, it's just common sense. Mm. For example, yes, you can avoid crowded spaces. Yes, you should avoid crowded spaces. Sorry, let me change, let me change that. But you have to take accountability for yourself for an extent. If you're not, if you're avoiding these places, but you know you're not wearing a mask or not doing X, Y, and Z, how? What do you think is going to happen? Mm. Like, don't get me wrong. The whole thing, whole feeling that I feel about wearing masks anyway, are out there. But you know, we have to wear them now. If you're point blank refusing to wear them, what? Like, what is the point? Just do what you have to do. Keep it moving. You live a happy life and we live a happy life. Yeah. And I guess one of those things where the sooner we just get down and get on with it, the sooner we'll be over because everything comes to an end. Yeah. You know, it won't be at this magnitude for the rest of our lives. It won't be. Yeah. You know, we've seen China live through it and, you know, they live a normal lives now. God knows the truth of what we're seeing, but what we're being what's being projected is that their lives are back to normal yeah so it's possible boy let's just see what is to happen and take it one step at a time but all i can say is protect yourselves the ones you live with keep your social bubbles in fact honest tight and just do what you need to exactly and you know if you're someone who is suffering from essentially essentially loneliness there are we have we have on our page some numbers that you can call and contact and also even if you just want to drop your dm or an email hit us up like we're here to help 
and the signpost. Mm-hmm. And if we don't know, we will find whatever information we can out and signpost you to the appropriate services. Because like, yeah. I understand, even yeah. us that live at home with families, like it has also been straining on us. Yes. So whether you're alone or you're living with people, this whole period of time has been quite hard. So just don't be so hard on yourself, guys. Like I know it's easier said than done. Please, please, please. I hope you're all taking time out for yourselves where you can just to chill out and relax. Sadly, right now we can't run away from Corona. We just kind of have to live with it. But, you know, you're still getting a bit of me time and letting your hair down. Because sadly, at this rate, two point, Corona 2.0 is definitely on its way. Yeah. I mean, it's the surge, isn't it? It's the yeah. surge, but it's going to be a surge. And I think what we are finding is we're, we're testing more, so we're getting more cases, but people aren't as are having mild symptoms as opposed to severe symptoms. So it's, it's a virus. Yeah. This is what viruses do. If you read the epidemiology and you, you read the background of a virus, it does that. And it's going to be reactive in different ways with different people. Yeah. So as Gigi said, really, it's just about being safe, doing what is best for yourself. Yeah. Essentially, being well-informed, educating yourself. Don't just, you know, follow the leader, leader, leader. No. You know, look out and read stuff and make sure that you are knowledgeable. If you, if you have a strong belief in something, you should back it up. Yeah, no big time. You know, have, have the evidence or have the information. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. But 100%. I was also going to say, Gigi, I would love to hear from any n- nursing uni students who have gone away and are locked up in their campuses. Have they started actually putting places, um, have they started actually locking unis down? So I know they were saying that for Christmas, they were thinking about not letting uni students come home, which I think is absolutely bizarre. Well, my argument is to me the universities look very greedy why did you bother even opening campus then would have just told them to have distance learning and pay them their money back for accommodation if you're going to bring them all the way there and lock them up they're not having a uni experience they're not socializing they're not meeting new people they're not going from club to club they're not doing what normal university students should do yeah and again it comes back to the mental health aspect anxiety depression people can become psychotic being, I guess, feeling like they're locked up or feeling like they can't talk to people, feeling like they're alone. It's Mm. a new environment. It's a new space, new chapter of your life. You're anxious. You're worried. You want things to go well. And now this has happened. People deal with things in so many different ways. And if you're alone, yeah, you can see that if you're going to be in your room and not be socializing, who can monitor that? Honestly, I just think, I can't lie. Uni students live life just like the rest of us. Like, they guess they're outside of their family homes, X, Y, and Z. But at the end of the day, they still have to go to the food shops. They're still mingling with, with people to an extent. Obviously, it's not the extent that they would like. So why can't they come home and be with their loved ones? Who are you? And also, I say, I say this to ev- everyone. Regardless of religion, the Christmas period is like the one time in the year everyone gets together because it's the end of the year and all sorts like everyone gets together regardless of what religion 
you are, whether you celebrate Christmas or not. It's, for example, like Easter, these are the only times we have complete holidays that pretty much everything is shut, apart from the things that can't shut, like hospitals. Do you get what I mean? How can you now say we're not letting these people come home when that might be the only time this year they've seen their families because of all of this? I just don't think they're looking at the bigger picture. You're not taking into consideration like what Christmas means to people. Yeah. And like no, I said, Christmas doesn't have to be religious. Because I know I've got like friends. Said, it's, the, it's the togetherness, isn't it? It's the element yeah. of just being together. Because like, I've got friends from different religions that don't necessarily celebrate Christmas. But that, again, that's that time of the year that their families all get together. Because the only time of year they can get everyone together. Exactly. It's just, as you said, it's a mess complete mess but we shall see what happens but but i feel like this is a discussion that we can go on talking about for for ages and as much as i love you guys i don't want to keep going around in circles no for sure sadly corona is going to be here for a while so we just kind of have to get used to life with it which i think we have adjusted pretty well i just think the politicians and the people leading the country clearly don't know what they want. They need to lead by civilians, example. but doing pretty well. If they led by example, it'd be be, be lovely. Oh, hundred percent, a hundred percent, Diane. But you know, we can only hope. Yes. 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 But even, I forgot to say this right at the beginning, guys, this is our 20th episode. We have brought you guys 20 episodes. Like, it may not seem like a lot to some, but this is a milestone for us. Yeah, I, I so, can't believe it's been 20 already. Well, we've come a long way. We've still got many, many more places to go to, but I'm happy for where we are. We've done yeah. well. We have, like, it's been such a beautiful beginning. Yeah. Like, considering we started, I guess, at the height of yeah. this period of lockdown and the uncertainty and not knowing what was going to happen, what we're going to do, and yeah. And I think, like, I can't lie, guys, we thank you so much for the support that we've got from you guys. And the other, and also the other nursing platforms that are out there, like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, I know 20 isn't a lot to some, but we wouldn't be here without you guys. We wouldn't be here if you guys weren't listening in every week. Yeah, definitely. So I want to say a big thank you, thank you, thank you. And now that a few secrets out of the bag, the balls will start rolling and, you know, you'll see a lot more things to happen with this podcast. Most definitely. Yeah. And on that note, again, as we say every week, feel free to hit us up in the emails, the DMs, can have a DM us privately, like Diane's page is it's DD Looks, and mine is it's no, it's sorry, Jelly Bean with three L's and two A's. I don't know how I've had my Instagram for a very long time, I don't remember my own handle. Um, and hit us up at the Nursing Handle podcast page as well, and our email address at the which is the Nursing Handle podcast at gmail.com. Yes, don't be strangers, guys. Not at all. So, guys, if you want us to discuss anything or you want to discuss anything with us live on the show, hit us up and we can make some arrangements. Yes, definitely. 
much as we love talking to each other, we love talking to you guys as well. Yes, because we just talk pretty much all the time. Literally. So it'll be nice to get a few other people on. But no, thank you guys so much for your support so far. Keep sharing, liking, subscribing, all that jazz, because we wouldn't be here without you. Most definitely. So we hope that you guys will tune in to next week's episode. And give us any feedback that you have for this episode or previous episodes that we've had. Because we want to make this a better a better podcast for you. Yeah. So we and I guess I guess like Gigi said, you know, episode twenty, as much as it is for nurses, it's obviously for all the other healthcare professionals or anyone that's just want interested and wants to know what it's really like. Yeah. It is a roller coaster, but it's fun. It is very fun. It is, and I can't lie, I wouldn't change it for the world. Trust me, you're never bored. No, no, not at all. There's so many different things you can go into. The world legit is your oysters. But for now, guys, we will bid you farewell and catch you next week on next week's episode. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye, people. Thank you.